thing. I'm putting oil on it because you may not have incorporated that place back into your body and you need to have it witnessed. It's part of you and it's nice and neat. It's ugly. Come on. Nina's voice came out harsh. Never mind. I'll move on. Just let me touch it again next week, okay? It's an exit wound scar, Nina said, from a thirty-two caliber pistol fired by a woman in a courtroom. I knew. I just knew it. You're a policewoman. What if I said I'm a bank robber? Chelsea's hands paused. I don't believe that. Oh, it wouldn't bother me if it was true. Though, I have to admit, I had a guy from Vegas in here who told me about how he embezzled from his boss at a credit agency. Even hustlers suffer from stress and hold it in their muscles. But you're not a bank robber. Your haircut is too primo. Long layers, really nice, no spray. And you don't wear too much makeup. Your style is all wrong for a bank robber. Nina didn't answer. She imagined Chelsea's big-haired mama of a bank robber. Let's work on your neck some more. She dug her fingers under Nina's skull at the back. It should have hurt. Instead, it was a catharsis, a stream of accumulated tension breaking up and flowing away. You are kidding me, right? Although you don't work at Tahoe long before you realize we're all running some kind of hustle. Look at all the rich people who rent a garage on the Nevada side and claim they're Nevada residents, so they won't have to pay state income tax in California. Well, I hustle a little myself. You're paying me on a cash discount basis, right? It's a tax-free zone up here. The showgirls make so much money outside the shows during entertaining, you wouldn't believe it. No offense, but I also know you're not a showgirl. Because? Too petite. And, you know, not in your 20s anymore. So what do you really do? Law. I'm a lawyer. The hand stopped, and Nina wondered if Chelsea would slide out of her cheerful mood. Confessing her profession at a cocktail party often resulted in a step back and eyes averted from hers, as though she'd admitted she was a hooker. Both necessary evils, she said to herself. But Chelsea took no offense. Right. Nina Riley. I read about you in the paper. You do murder trials. Keep your head down. Relax. I do all kinds of law work. Whatever comes through the door, not just murder trials. Well, that might explain your neck. Is that where the headaches start? Actually, they start right in my temples, even when I haven't been reading, Nina said. Let me try something, Chelsea told her. She rolled Nina over and began massaging her face starting with her forehead and temples, circling the eye sockets with expert fingers, prodding under her jaw. It's a Tibetan technique. Kum Nai. Again, the relief was both subtle and intense. Nina felt her jaw go slack for maybe the first time since childhood. You poor thing. You need to come in at least once a week for a couple of months. I can do more for you than those pills you were prescribed. You have stored up tension everywhere. It's a deal, Nina muttered. There was a long silence while Chelsea did some acupressure on Nina's cheekbones and around her sinuses, then did that dainty pressing around her eyes again. I'm sorry you got shot, she volunteered finally. Nobody had ever said that to Nina at the hospital or afterward. Her brother, Matt, had been furious with her for taking the murder case in the first place. Her son, Bob, had been inarticulate with shock. 
She had been given flowers, kudos for catching a killer, but not a lot of sympathy. In fact, looking back, there had been a tinge of, you asked for it, in the reactions of the courtroom personnel. You take murder cases, you take your chances, was the attitude. Nina realized that she still felt resentful about that, but even as the realization came, the resentment was going away in waves accompanying the long strokes of Chelsea's hands. So it was true. You did hold emotions in your muscles. Chelsea was as healing in her speech as in her hands. She was working Nina's jaw hinges again. Whenever you start to feel tense, yawn. Do you like what you do? When I win. When I do good work. They lapsed back into silence for some time, while Nina's shoulders and biceps got a final workout, Chelsea leaning over Nina from above like an angel of mercy. Let's give you a foot rub. Are you good at it? At what? Your work. Yes. Now, see, I ask women that, and hardly ever do they say yes. The guys never hesitate. They say, sure. You're awesome to have that kind of confidence. What is it really like? I mean, really? She oiled Nina's foot and started tweaking and pulling on her toes, as if they had muscles, too. Practicing law? Well, a case starts with an immediate problem. Your client is in jail, or your client's about to be evicted, or your client's marriage is falling apart. You try to organize this real-life chaos into a theory or story that calms things down and will resolve the problem in a fair and orderly way. You get all the information, and you try to work the system so your client has the outcome he or she deserves. How do you come up with this theory? Well, you read other legal cases and try to organize the facts so that your client comes out the hero, not the villain. Then you try and convince the judge that your version is the best version because the other guy always has a good story, too. You don't try to get the client what they want? Sometimes they don't know. Sometimes they are unrealistic. Sometimes the system can't give them what they deserve. All the system can really do is lock people up or transfer money around. It can't bring back a loved one, for instance, and sometimes that's all the client wants. What's the matter? Chelsea's hands had faltered, and she sighed. You make me think of a loved one I lost, she said. The chime rang. That darn thing, Chelsea said. She gave Nina's feet one final squeeze and said, You take as long as you need to get dressed. The door shut behind her. The soft, new-age chords switched off abruptly, and Nina, deposited back into rude reality, blinked open her eyes to a shelf of unguents and towels and strong mountain sun filtering through the pines outside Chelsea's window. She sat up reluctantly and slid off the table. While she dressed, she thought about Chelsea. She pulled on her blue silk jacket last and brushed her hair in the mirror above the sink, then consulted her watch. Court in thirty minutes. She opened the door. In the cubby hall office, Chelsea hung up the phone and said, Feeling better? Much better. There's one thing I want to ask you. For about two minutes when you were working on my face, I suddenly got the most splitting headache. Then it disappeared like air, and now I'm fine. 
That was your headache quota for the week. It let go all at once. You'll have a good week. Thanks. Really? I'm glad I found you. What do I owe you today? Nothing. Excuse me? Not a thing. And nothing next week, either. Chelsea folded her arms over the flowers embroidered on her smock. I'd like to ask you a favor instead. My Uncle Dave has... He needs... He has a legal thing. Would you talk to him? Nina put on her sunglasses and laid her business card and fifty dollars on the table. Like I said, Chelsea, anything that comes through the door, the first consultation is free. It's urgent. My dad and I have been trying to help him find a lawyer fast. Fast usually meant too late. Nina grimaced. He's charged with a crime? No, no, he was a victim. He and my Aunt Sarah, two years ago. There was a robbery in a motel they were staying at near Prizes, and, and my Aunt Sarah got shot. Chelsea gave Nina's body a look, and Nina could almost feel her curious fingers on the scar again. The South Lake Tahoe police couldn't find the shooter. Uncle Dave went to a lawyer who helped him file a suit against the motel for... for... negligent security? Right, something like that. And he put in a bunch of John Doe's, like the lawyer said, so when he found out who the robber was, he could do a... Substitute in the robber as a defendant, Nina said. There must be a wrongful death cause of action, too. Yeah, that sounds right. Even if the police didn't feel they had enough evidence to arrest the robber, Uncle Dave could still sue him for damages. But now there's a court deadline or something where the motel is going to have the suit thrown out. Uncle Dave drinks too much, you know. He's broke and he's broken. My dad and I can put in some money to help, but... Anyway, would you talk to him and look at his papers?